This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Hello everyone, I'm Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs and host of Vegas Rock Dog Radio. On today's show, I'm talking about Halloween, sniffing and pumpkins. So stay right there. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Hi everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm Sam, your host, and I am the queen of rock and roll dogs. And this is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. We're a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Now in studio with me today is Mr. Jim. Good morning or evening or day, whatever time it is where you're listening from. You've not been in studio for a long time, Jim. Why? <laughs> You've not been in town. Right. That's why. Oh, I thought you were quizzing me or oh, something. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you've not been in studio for a long time. I've been yes. solo. I'm, I'm not as sharp on mic as I usually am. Oh. Is that what you're saying? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Jim. I really don't know. But Jim is back. So Jim's in studio. Miss Thornton's in studio. Mr. Twix is in studio. He is chewing on a toy. And you might hear it in the background. It's all right. It's just the squirrel. It's what we call the squirrel, yeah. And he loves it. He loves that squirrel. And, of course, we always have Miss Galaxy looking down on us to make sure we give you a great show every single week. Now, talking about a great show every week, I'm thinking in the new year we're going to go to two shows a week. What do you think, Jim? That's great. When are we going to start that? The new year. The new year next year. Yes. Yeah, okay. so, so we're not far away. We just started a little bit of a, a rebrand. We changed our colors. We, we opted for a Tiffany blue. And so we did a little switcheroo on that. And we've got some changes that are going to happen gradually through the end of the year. And then, yes, I think we're going to go to two shows a week. There's so much that we can talk about. And I... I would hate if you have to wait, every, you know, a whole week between <laughs> between hearing from us. Lots and lots to talk about. Lots happening in the animal world, and we want to be able to bring that to you more than we normally do. So look for that in in two thousand and eighteen. I like that number. It's an even number. I think that's a good number for a year. Do you like even numbers or odd numbers? Uh, twenty seventeen was okay because it's a prime number, which means it can only be divided by itself or one. Okay. Prime numbers are, never mind. I'm still more of an even-numbered kind yeah. of girl. <laughs> I, was, I was born evenly, my birthday. Your, oh, your I was very even. Very I was very well. even, yes. Mm-hmm. Very even. Right, so while we're talking about numbers and random things, <laughs> let's, let's, let's segue into something that has nothing to do with numbers and random things. Let's talk about social media, where you can find us. Pretty easy. I mean, mean, I mean, our main website is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. As I say, when you go there, did you just tap on the thing with the broken finger sprint, splint? Yeah. Did you just do, <laughs> Jim has a broken finger right now. Not, not, the, not the greatest thing when you're a saxophone player or a flute player or a clarinet player. No. Or a penny whistle player. Ooh, penny whistle. That's a lot of action on a penny whistle. It is. Isn't that? Yeah, Jim, Jim had a little fall this week. And so he's got an injured shoulder and a broken finger. Isn't that great? So don't be tapping on your mic with that. It was like a bionic finger. <laughs> 
You see, you made me go down a different path altogether, Jim. I didn't make you do anything. You uh, <laughs> our, webs- our website is vegasrockdogradio.com. It is a lovely Tiffany blue. It's gorgeous. It's such a lovely color. Uh, you'll find us on Periscope, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, Instagram. And uh, we have our blog, therockandrolldog.com. That's where we tell you who's coming on the show, who's been on the show. Lots of reviews and giveaways and uh, honest opinions about products. And uh, another fun stuff that you'll find on the blog itself. We uh, do have an app. Now, app, you will go to yap.us, Y-A-P-P.us. It's free. Download it onto your phone and then download the show onto the app, Vegas Rock Dog Radio. iTunes, of course, is a, an easy way to find us. And so is iHeartRadio and Sirius XM. And any other podcast app you may have on your phone, you will find us. In fact, I just added us to Amazon Alexa. That's the computer that controls your house. Yeah. And I and we're also been added to Sonos. Who's, Sa- same who's thing. That? Same kind of thing. Mm. So the you, age of the Jetsons is approaching. <laughs> so all you'll do is just look in the directory. You'll find us. You will find us quite easily. We make it so easy for everybody everybody to listen to the show, no matter where you are in the world. I love the fact that we have an international audience. I really love that because we get to cover everything around the world then. And we get to open up about experts in different countries and talk to them as well as the ones that are here in the US. And and that's more interesting and more relatable to people in those countries too. Because, for example, we talk about lots of, uh, you know, pet foods and those kind of things. And then I do have lots of British followers that will say, oh, we don't have that here in England. What what would be a comparable product? So we like to make sure we're in the know so we can actually give you that information as well. And I love the fact that we bring people on from all over the world. It's brilliant. I have so many people on my list for 2018. We've got, we've got people coming on for the remainder of the year, but the list for 2018 is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Lots of breakthroughs happening right now. Uh, you know, the, at the top of last year, I said, it's going to be the year of nutrition. Do you remember me saying that to you? I remember that show specifically. And I said... Mm-hmm. This is going to be the year of nutrition when people all of a sudden go, I want to feed something better for my pets. I'm reading this. I'm hearing that. And how do I do that? And I'm starting to see it become a very mainstream thing to be very interested in your pet's food, to be able to read those labels, understand what's on the packages. Also, big, massive surgeons, massive surgeons of raw, raw feeders. Now, listen to this. This is not a sound effect. This is a sound effect. This is real. And I'm actually tearing this open. It's an envelope that I received this week. I'm going to tell you what's in it. You don't know, do you? You're like a Foley artist now. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Except, you're pretending like you're back at Universal Studios. Except this is real life opening of an envelope. And I'm going to tell you what's in here. Very exciting. Very, very, very exciting. Oh, and I love the look of this book. It's a book. And this book by Kimberly Morris Gautier is called A Novice's Guide to Raw Feeding for Dogs. Oh, excellent. Isn't that incredible from when we had her on the show? Inspired by the blog, Keep the Tail Wagging. Wow, it's nice. It's a really nice looking book. Let me tell you. Oh, there's a little note in here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We got a little note. Live each day with a grateful heart. Oh, oh, this is so nice, Jim. Sam, you're a star in in the world of pet lovers. Thank you for having a voice that leads people to raise their pets naturally. And do you know what's great? This became a big passion for Kimberly, a really big passion. And and during that journey of hers of uh, going from being being interested in 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 fixing some health issues in her dogs and getting to the the root of it instead of constantly having to get prescriptions for for you know ear infections those kind of things she just says i have got to fix this once and for all so she became highly interested in feeding raw fresh foods and so she started jumping into groups and uh she got kicked out of a few groups for asking some questions, which is crazy. Uh, and I think probably she, she'll probably agree with this, that 
back when she was in these groups, there are a lot of groups that, oh, if you're not feeding 100% raw, then you're the bad person, basically. And don't be asking questions because it's a stupid question. Well, there are no stupid questions. So she decided, and I like this about her personality, well, I'd just start my own group and my own journey. And and so what she did was she she went through all the trials and tribulations of figuring out a really great raw diet. Research must be her middle name. She connects with some of the best people in the industry. And then she actually got certified. And now there's the book. And I, you know, I want to say, Jim, at the last uh, Facebook post that she put up this week, over 500 people bought this book. Wow. Isn't that not amazing? From one Facebook post? Well, not from the post. That was her update. I, big congratulations. A big, big congratulations. Uh, it's just fantastic. It's just, gosh, to have this in my hands is amazing. It's so much work. Writing is is work. It really, really is. And to write a book is a whole different level from blogging and those kind of things. But she's done this, in, I would say, in a fairly short period of time. But she's well-researched and continues to research. She continues to connect with the right people. And uh, I'm just thrilled to have that book. You have no idea. It's so exciting. So congratulations, Kimberly. We're very, very happy for you. And I'll be reading the book. I'll be reading your book. And uh, we'll probably take some some excerpts from it and uh, share them with our listeners. Uh, as I say, people are really interested in nutrition right now. Really interested. And it's great. It's really, really great. Because you know that they're going to do better. That You know they're going to do better when you feed them better food. It's it's rather simple. And it's not, as she's explained before, it doesn't take that much more time or if more time at all. It may not. It sometimes is not more expensive. She she helps you with all of that. And so, you know, once you get into a rhythm of doing something for your pets, it'll become natural, become easy, become quicker. And you know, so I think I I think what she's she's done with this book is she's said it's a novice's guide, you know, to raw feeding. And, and these are the, some of the things I went through and I'm going to make it easier for you because I went through it myself and figured things out. And I just think it would be a great uh, blueprint for everybody who wants to start learning about raw feeding and then start implementing it. I think it's great. Even if you just start as a partial raw, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Well, like we've always said, you, you get into it at the level you're comfortable and at the level that yeah. you progress, you, you get smarter, you get wiser, you want to do better for your pets, and we don't begrudge anybody at whatever level they're at No, because upgrading I, the nutrition of their pets. Uh, we've had friends, we've had friends that, you know, when I've said, you know, you might want to look into this, look into that, and they felt incredibly guilty. They said, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a really good pet parent, but I feel inter- terribly guilty that, that I was feeding this kibble not knowing it wasn't good food. And I said, no, everybody has to start somewhere. And it's not about judging people. It's about improving the lives of a pet. Naturally. Yay. It's just, it's, 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 a, it's a very exciting, it's been a very exciting year when it comes to that. So, and that's another reason to be excited is Kimberly's book is out. I'll put a link up where you can actually buy the book. And I'm just really thrilled for her. She's built quite a big community too. She's very helpful. And to share everything that she knows, I just think it's great. So there you go. That was exciting. That was really exciting. And thanks for the notes. That was so incredibly nice. Right. So let's talk about, let's talk about benefits of walking your dog. Yeah. Aside from the obvious physical benefits, we know, you know, our dogs need to get out. What else do they benefit from, from going on a walk? Yeah. You both benefit, really. Well, that's true too. That is really, really true. You know what? I think... I think when you, some people approach walks in, in different ways, don't they? Some people approach it like, oh, I've got to walk the dog, you know, instead of maybe looking at it and saying, we get to go for a walk. Do you know what I mean? Right. Or they just think it's a chore or, they, you know, they don't understand the full importance of the walk, even though they go out for a walk. So what I'm getting at is we know that it is important to walk your dogs daily, for exercise purposes, but it's just more than a walk for your dogs. The other activity that happens on all walks is... Sniffy Sensi. That's right, sniffing. I just guessed. And it's, I didn't know that's what you were going to go to. And it is vital. It's vital, yeah? So uh, 
Our dogs live for a walk, don't they, Jim? It's the best thing in life. Best thing in the world. Walking and eating. And they love a long walk, especially when the weather's beautiful like it is right now. How long have they been walking recently, Jim? How far? Sorry, no. Uh, we've not been going far. We've been. It's been so hot, we've been just walking to the grass, staying on the grass, for as, depending on how hot it is outside, and getting straight home. You know, maybe... But what did you do the other day? Because now we're cool. We did four miles. There you go. We did a four-mile round trip. You, have to, you do have to adjust it based on where you are. It's funny because we're coming into the best weather ever imaginable. <laughs> I'm seeing videos of snow in other places, and I can't wrap my head around it. Today, I had a little short summer dress on, and that was me. I was good to go. It's just simply gorgeous right now. But depending on where you are, you have to adjust a little bit. But they do love a walk, and... They can, they almost are telling you telepathically, like, get up and take me out. <laughs> yeah. It's so they smart. Know. They're so smart. They know. But when we start with them, they like to sniff. Of course, it's going to make your walk a little bit longer. But what we're doing is we're allowing them to be dogs. We want them to be dogs. Um, we do see, and I've seen it a lot. Oh, I saw it last week at the pet event I was at. Oh, the observing of people with animals is just bizarro sometimes. I have to tell you, you can tell the real savvy pet parents. You can tell the ones that don't quite have the bond they should have or the understanding or the communication with their dogs. Yeah, there's some strange behaviors. <laughs> I'll do a show on what on what I see at these pet events. But uh, but one of those things that I see and people get irritated by is the fact that dogs stop to have a good old sniff. And sometimes it's every two minutes and they get really annoyed by it. Like, come on, come on. And they yank their dog. Well, they have to remember the walk is for the dog, really. <laughs> the walk is for your dog. Sometimes they sniff themselves right into a pig pile of poop or throw up, and you have to yank them a little. Well, well it catches you by surprise. Well, you've got to remove them from anything that's foul. Mm. You know, you don't want, because some will try and eat it. <laughs> but let's explain why they love to sniff so much. Well, though dogs dogs do have the same five senses that we have, yeah? Their sense of smell is definitely a lot stronger than ours. In fact, a dog's sense of smell um, is their primary way of, um, of communicating, gathering information about the world, yeah? Whereas for us, we tend to look at things. That's how we pull information in, is generally by looking at things. But for them, it's their nose. It's their little wiggly noses. And so... Excuse me. <clears throat> That's why it's important to let your dog sniff while they're out on this walk because it is for their benefit. And if you want, if your dog wants to sniff, then you need to let them sniff. It it satisfies their their nat their senses, their natural. Uh, way of gathering information and that's why they smell of the dog's butts uh, there's a lot it tells them that's why they'll smell they'll um they'll sniff on the same places sometimes on the walk those kind of things they mark the same light yeah. poles and things like that and Calling so cards so basically what you want to do is not deprive them of that it's like saying okay let's go for a walk now close your eyes jim <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, but I want to see how gorgeous it is out today. No, close your eyes and come on <laughs> and rush you through it. So this is how they, they gather their information. It is important. And here's the thing, and I forgot who it was who told me this. It was a trainer. I want to say it was a trainer who said, they're going to use their entire body, you know, whether they're exercising or sniffing, everything starts to work. And that can be a workout in itself, is allowing them to, to use all of their senses. So remember, the walk is for them, primarily for them, and let them sniff whenever they want to sniff. Don't be impatient. Don't yank them away. Don't hurry them along. Okay? Now, there are some do's and don'ts to walking. I, I, I can't believe I'm even saying this, but we do have to say this because some people don't know how to walk their dogs properly and how to have good, what we call, petticoats with other pets around. <laughs> so here are some tips that are going to make that walk safer, and a much more pleasant experience because there's nothing fun about having to deal with other people's nightmare dogs or the fact that you don't have your act together. And we want you to have your act together. So, because when you're confident, your dog's more confident. It's as simple as that. So do let your dog sniff, giving them a chance to explore their world, bring in information. Don't let your dogs approach another dog unannounced. 
This I find to be probably one of the most stressful things. I don't want anyone's dog running up to me and my dog. I don't want, you know, whether they're on a leash or not. I think it's a matter of, is it okay if my dog says hello to your dog? You have to do that. You just can't put your dog on other people. You can't do yeah, that. Yeah, there's some weirdos that do that. Yeah, there are. Or the kid, there, it happens with kids and parents too. I'm like, no, keep your kids away. I yeah. have to... I have to always look like I'm being rude, but it's like, no, your kids shouldn't run up to my dogs. But, yeah, and it's not worth... It's not, or neither should your dogs. That's right, that's right. So you want to not have your dog show up unannounced and surprise the other dog. You may not know anything about the other dog or how your dog is going to react. You, I mean, everyone wants to say, oh, my dog's so sweet, but you don't know how they're going to interact with other dogs. Simple as that. But always ask permission and respect the answer. Yeah, you remember when I said to that girl in the Apple store, uh, just ignore my dog, don't pet him, don't, you know, I said, uh, just ignore him. And she went to pet him and he wanted to take a finger off. And I just looked at her she like... Goes, oh, yeah, didn't you just tell me that? And I said, I did. And she said, that's not what I heard. Anyway, so do listen <laughs> and do respect the answer. Her heart rate, her heart rate went up <laughs> 100 beats, I think. And... Um, <laughs> it was no fun for her, trust me. Anyway, uh, here we're moving on. So uh, what we want you to do is invest in a good quality collar and a leash. And the type of collar and leash you choose may depend on your dog's breed or, or how they... Uh, my dog's not good on a collar and leash. They're harness dogs and that's okay. But make sure everything fits really well. And do not use a retractable leash or an extender leash, which I did see on last week's pet event. And goodness gracious... the. chaos with other dogs it was a big costume contest outdoors and we've got a retractable leash wrapping around people's legs and wrapping around people's dogs they're so dangerous and you do not have control of your dog so you know what if you've got a retractable leash toss it get rid of it because they they can snap and then you're trying to chase your dog down they can burn they can cut oh we've both had you know, some leg burns, haven't we, Jim? Oh. And God forbid, you know, your dog gets injured as well. So throw away the retractable leashes. You are not in control when they are 20, 25 feet away from you. They are not in your control. So get rid of them. Some people call them extender leashes. Same thing. And of course, you know, it's a big no-no to do prong collars and to do shock collars. It's a big, big no-no. If you have one of those, get rid of it. And we'll be putting up links so that you know why you should get rid of it. Um, Moving on from that, you do not want to be pulling on a leash, especially if a dog who has a collar. You can actually cause injury to them, to the throat, and you do not want to do that because they're, they're going to pull against you, and that's not going to be a good situation. And, of course, always praise for good behavior, really good behavior. It's always good to reinforce that, tell them how good they are when they behave well. It's fantastic. And, of course, do not let your dogs off leash in unsafe areas um, or where it says your dog must be leashed because, one, there's a reason why they should be leashed, and, two, should they not be leashed and you don't have a good recall on your dog, your dog's not coming back. So make sure they are leashed. There are laws. I would say in most cities, you know what? Retractable leashes are banned in Boulder City. Did you know that? They are? Yes, I found that out the other week. We walk up in Boulder City and they are banned. They are banned. So there you go. So that's that. And then, um, as I say, make sure your dog has a good recall. You want them to come back to you. <laughs> if you are inside the dog park, you know, in an enclosed area. And also let your dog be a dog and satisfy its senses. And they can have a happy dog. You've got better walks. It'd be great. Absolutely great. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break. And on the other side of the commercial itself, we're going to talk about Halloween. We'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, 
front paw sleeves and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Vegas Rock Dog Radio Pets People Pop Culture Hello everyone Let's talk about Halloween If you're just tuning in for the first time You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio I'm Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs So Halloween is a few days away That's your second favorite holiday, isn't it? Not really. I'm not a huge fan of Halloween. I thought it was your second favorite. No. Christmas. Oh, I know. Chris, you're all about Christmas. That's really it. Just Christmas, really. And my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that lasts a week. Oh, it's coming up. <laughs> and Valentine's, because that's our anniversary. Mm. But no, I, what I have seen year by year is that Halloween's become incredibly popular with pet parents. There are so many Halloween events for pets right now. It's fantastic. It's really fantastic. But there do need to be some guidelines because it's it can be a scare, literally a scary time for pets. It really can. So I wanted to read an article that Mr. Twix wrote. He wrote it. He wrote it a couple of years ago. He's very prosaic. You should see him on the keyboard, the way he types. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. All four paws. <laughs> he walks right across it. <laughs> he walks right. He does when I'm working. <laughs> so this is what he wrote. Woof, woof, Mr. Twix here. Halloween is fun. It's a fantastical time of the year for families. But is it fun for us pets? In our house, it's a living nightmare. He says, with an absolute passion, I hate anyone knocking on our door. And let's say, you know, I'm going to add and walk past the window as well. Uh, We're not fans of screaming, laughing children in weird costumes either. It's so scary. So I've put together my top 10 tips to help you help your pets, said Mr. Twix. We want to feel safe and not scared, but still enjoy Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> so here's our, here are Mr. Twix's top 10 tips. I think there are 10. I just said that, not knowing there were 10 or not. Uh, the first one is Halloween lights. When decorating with lights, be strategic where you place them. If your cat or dog chews on the glass or the plastic bulbs, they could cut themselves, as we know that. And if they chew on the cord, they could get a life-threatening electrical shock. So be uh, be smart with where you put your Halloween lights. Fire dangers. Gosh, Mr. Twix is good with his tips. If you're a pumpkin lover, place them where your kids and pets can't knock them over. Kids and fur babies should never be alone with lit pumpkins. That That is something that's very important. Cause it can be a busy, chaotic mm. time and you can forget. So don't leave those around kids or your fur babies. Food decorations. He's thought of everything, Mr. Twix, food decorations. Ingesting decorative corn and pumpkin can cause stomach upsets. But as you know, when pets eat them in large amounts, they're going to have problems and blockages. Place food temptations out of your pet's reach. So, you know, those you've seen them, those corn ears, those decorative ones. Yeah. Um, here we go as well. Chocolate. I, I, you know, I, it's so good that most people know that chocolate is very, very bad for your pets and there's an abundance of it around at this time of year. And you may love chocolate, says Mr. Twix, talking to the humans, but all chocolate is bad for your pets. The darker the chocolate, the more dangerous and lethal. If poisoned, they will vomit, have diarrhea, these are your pets by the way, rapid breathing, increased heart rate and seizures. Other candies, now this this is something that's come into play recently, other candies containing the artificial sweetener xylitol can also be poisonous oh. to your dogs. Yeah, all those... And be careful All those of space age sweeteners. Yeah, and also think about the peanut butters that are around now. Some of them are using that as well. So you've got to be very careful that that's not around or you don't make any treats with a peanut butter that's got that in there. And if you see a loss of coordination and seizures in your pet, you must get to your veterinarian immediately. Don't waste time. Don't think it will pass. Just go and tell your children never to feed candies to your pets. Never, never, never. 
That's really important. So, yeah, so stay away from the chocolates. Now, here's the guideline. The guideline is if you if your pet ingests an ounce for every pound of their weight, I think. Will you double-check that for me, Jim? It's called the chocolate toxicity um, meter. I think it's, you know, so obviously if you end up being an ounce for every pound of chocolate that they've eaten of their body weight, the higher that is and closer to their maximum weight, that's going to be incredibly dangerous, incredibly dangerous. Here's the thing as well. Just, you know, just make sure that if you've got visitors, they're actually staying with you, that they know all your rules as well. All Mr. Twix's rules. Tell them about Mr. Twix's Halloween rules. It's really important. Now, here's the next one. To dress or not to dress up. Not all pets enjoy wearing clothes or costumes. Uh, he says, I know it's fun to see them in costume, but don't dress them up if they hate it. Oh, and they will tell you. So respect what they're telling you. They'll make it clear if they don't like it. Opt for a Halloween bandana or a collar, if that's the case. Make it really simple. And when dressing your pets, ensure they're comfortable. And you should never cover their faces, their ears, or their mouth. And I think for most people, Halloween, they don't wear their costumes for too long. So uh, uh, most pets who are okay with it will be all right. You know, if you go to a little costume contest and then it's off and done. So there you go. That's on the uh, costume contest. I got a little bit of information on that. Um, the rule of thumb for chocolate toxicity. Yeah. It takes on average a fairly large amount of theobromine, 100 mm-hmm. to 150 milligrams per kilogram to cause a toxic reaction. Uh, I have to do the conversion. Though. Well, a kilogram is 2.2 pounds, and then 150 milligrams is what you've got to convert. Why don't you just um, search it under ounces and pounds? Okay. And we'll move on to the next thing. Your pet is a target at Halloween, believe it or not, and it's a reality of, of Halloween. It's fun for most people, but there are some, some not-so-nice people out there. Uh, horrible stories litter the news headlines with stories of injured uh, poisoned and stolen pets. Okay. I got that information now. Oh, let me just finish this one then. Um, black cats are synonymous with Halloween and black cat adoptions stop leading up to Halloween in, in some shelters. And it's common practice just to stop them for the whole month of October. I know that's the case back in my hometown in England, in Sheffield. There was just a television news article about black pets today. Was I there? watched, yeah, talking about how they have a 22%, cats have a 22% less chance of getting adopted if they're black. Yeah, I think that's why it's important you get really good pet photography because it's not easy to photograph a black pet. Uh, really good photography and great descriptions. It's not about the color, it's the personality. It is. It's all about that personality. You want sh- that rule of thumb now? Uh, no, I'm just going to finish this one. Oh, um, okay. And what can you do to actually prevent your pets from being a target at this time of year? Well, here are some simple things, and that is padlock your gates to prevent intruders coming onto your property. Lock your doggy doors and your cat flaps. Supervise your pets when they go outside to use the bathroom and play because you don't want anyone throwing food or any poisoned food or food laden with glass and nails, and it does happen. You don't want that being thrown into your yard and your pets accessing that. Um, Never leave your pets alone in the garden. Make sure you supervise them this time of year. Scan for treats to save food or poison thrown in your garden. Look for dangerous and poison food and treats when when you're walking your dog. That's important as well. We see that a lot where people go for a walk and there's there's meat, you know, laden with poison. And there are some real horrible sick people out there. But if you're very vigilant, your pets are going to be safe. So what's the um, the toxicity? 0.5 ounces for 10 pounds. Per dog. 10 pounds. Okay. So 0.5 per 10 pounds. So you could just do the multiplication depending on how big your dog is. So it would be 1.5. For a uh, 25-pound dog. Yeah. There's a link, isn't there, for that uh, toxicity meter? We'll put that up for everybody. It's worth just having at hand just to make sure. But anyway, if you if you know they've eaten chocolate, off you go to the vet, people. Just off you go. Uh, moving on to IDs and chips. We'll d- update your pet's chip info. Make sure they're wearing a collar with a tag. You could also write inside their collar with a Sharpie in case the tag falls off. That's another level of security. And the odds of reuniting with your pet increases when you chip and tag your fur babies. It's very easy. Make sure they are easily identifiable and you'll be able to get them back easier that way. Do you know how many times... Do you know, I'm going to say it's the majority... In fact, no joke, I'm going to say this... 
I haven't seen in a very long time a lost pet where someone said there's a tag. The dog's got a tag or a chip. I haven't. That's usually a rare says, oh, has the dog been tagged or chipped? No, nothing. It's a very high percentage. Do you know how much easier it would be if you had that info? So make, make a point of doing that. And you may have, it's funny because we have a chip for Mr. Twix that we have to renew every year, which I find highly irritating. Yet, whereas Thornton doesn't. So. Yeah, different company. You know, so whatever you do, just put it on your calendar. Don't let it lapse. It may come in your email, but make sure there's a reminder on your phone or on your calendar. You don't want to forget that. And, you know, I would suggest take some recent pictures leading up to Halloween. Make sure you've got recent pictures from the front, from the side, just in case. But if you if you follow those tips, I'm telling you now, they'll be safe. Uh, emergencies. Of course, always have your veterinarian's cell number at hand for any kind of emergencies that might arise during this period. And um, other ways you can celebrate with your pet, which I think is the way to do it, is what we've done in the past is we tend to... Our dogs aren't huge at being with a bunch of other dogs. They're just not. It's not their favorite thing. So we dress them up and we'll go for a walk in Boulder City and take them for a little puppuccino (laughs) and, 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 and bake some treats for them or something like that um here are some other ideas in case you need ideas you can attend a halloween pet event there are loads of them happening you could bake some homemade pumpkin treats which i have a recipe for you later you could take halloween photos uh, which is always fun and it doesn't always have to be with professional photography you can do it yourself at home and uh you could enter online halloween pet photo contest and you don't have to be a doggy downer at halloween just create your own safe traditions and have a howling good time oh that's very creative. Did you that, just come up with that? No, Twix wrote that whole article. Oh. Wow. He's very smart. He's a clever boy. I wish he would write more for me. It would be great. It would be a lot less work for me. Well, what shall we do next? Do we need to take a break or not? Uh, we no. Could, we could take another quick break. I, I, I think so. We're good. Okay, let's take another quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about um, how you heal... And um, a wound. And what's the, the 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 right way to do it? That's timely for me. Uh, it is. <laughs> okay. it, it is, and I think it will apply to you. I really do. Great. Well, we'll be right back shortly. Just just stay right there. And when we come back, as I say, we're going to talk about wounds. Oh my gosh, it's all gory, isn't it? Because it's Halloween. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs. Vegas Rock Dog Radio Pets, people, pop culture Ooh, get the stinky dog away from me Bad breath and bad gas Petey stopped eating, all his hair fell out Itching, licking, missing fur At least $5,000 in vet bill Creams, antibiotics, sprays No results Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy The omega-3 fatty acids Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food Dynavite is nutrition. The shedding is stopped and the itching is stopped. Her coat is not soft, it's silky, it's healthy and shiny and glossy. She's got life, she's got energy. Tons of energy, no more bad smell. Dynavite's the bomb. Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. (laughs) 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. Welcome back, everybody. This is our Halloween edition. Well, it's turned into that now. <laughs> but, you know, lots of these tips, they they apply to other holidays, as they call them here. You know, if it was July the 4th, you know. People in and out. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Visitors. Unusual. Activities. Mm. <laughs> Is it just like a word we're just game? Speaking, we're just speaking in words now. I know. <laughs> word speak. What was it? There was a memory that popped up the other day. Oh, was it Dragnet? That Dragnet mem- um 
we were having a conversation and I was answering you in one word answers. And then you said, is this a dragnet conversation? And I had Did no I idea what that? it meant because, oh, yeah, because I'm of not, Joe I didn't, Friday. I didn't grow up with that. So John's explains so I, I still don't know On who Joe dragnet. Fr- the main characters used to just communicate with each other very innately. They would just speak one word answers yeah. to each other. So, uh, they were such, so, they were so connected as cops. So we were just doing a dragnet thing there. Mm. That's how me and my twin, me and my twin, we don't even have to say any words. No, you mumble at each other no. in your sleep. Well, we do actually. We do talk to each other in our sleep. That's a fact. Creepy, but creepy Halloween. We can creepy. just sit next to each other and we're communicating. Yeah, creepy. We're 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 beings of another You're world. You're like Halloween twins. <laughs> creepy. We Cre- love. <laughs> You're creepy Halloween twins. You and we, your sister. We love those twins from The Shining. I will tell you that much. Creepy. We love those twins. You know, we've been we've been to that uh, that hotel. You know, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. Haven't we, Jim? Which was the inspiration for The Shining. He did live there. He did live there and write it there. Yeah, but it wasn't the one from the movie, but it's the one that inspired the book in the movie. The one that was in the movie wasn't the one we were at. That's correct. But the one we were at is the one that he stayed stayed in and wrote the... Yeah. Was it a book first? Yeah. And then a movie. And then then I drank red rum ale, which is made there. Yeah, they had their own ale. And in our cabin, we had the DVD, The Shining. (laughs) <laughs> I loved that cabin that we stayed in with the dogs. Wasn't that amazing? Very cool. We were right next to the... Elks. What's the national park? Oh, um, Rocky Mountain National the Forest. The Rocky Mountain National Park. If you've not been in that area, go. It's so beautiful. And they're so pet friendly out there. And they were so friendly, that was almost suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> because there was a big contrast in how friendly they were there as opposed to Vegas. Well, I guess they were enjoying marijuana a lot longer that, legally than we are here. That and the beautiful scenery is enough to make anybody happy. <laughs> oh, actually, since we're talking about marijuana, let's talk about CBD oil for pets, which is is hemp. It's not the. It's it's got the. The uh, what's removed from it, Jim, to make it not so they don't get high. The uh, T- THC. THC. Yeah, it's removed. That's something that you could use, you know, during Halloween, during fireworks, New Year's Eve, July the Fourth, bonfire night, Guy Fawkes night, those kind of things. When you've got pets that are scared, it it helps them relax. And there are right now no no known side effects. The only side effects you're going to have is if if your pet overdoses on it, which of course you want to be very very careful with the dosage with pets. But it comes in an oil. It comes uh, orally. You give it orally, or you can do treats. So there are many, many ways in which it can be used. Uh, it can be used for flying with your pets, uh, lots and lots of ways. So that's an, that's an additional thing that last year at this time, I never heard anybody talk about CBD oil Mm-mm. at all. I mean, we knew it, it was out there. We knew people were using it, but it's now becoming mainstream which is great because it doesn't have these side effects of like doggy Valium and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, it's been a good thing. It's been a really good thing. So it's something that you could use for your pets during Halloween. Uh, Oh, you know what we do? Let me tell you what we do. (laughs) Our dogs don't like anybody knocking on the door. In fact, I don't. I don't want anyone knocking on my door. So we put a table, don't we, blocking the, the pathway up to the front door, but we stick a big bowl of sweets there don't we We didn't last year we just shut the lights out did we not yeah were we not in keep the lights out shut the curtains yeah i mean just minimize it if you've got a pet that doesn't like not being rude we just don't don't need the distraction and the stress on the dogs it's true and here's another thing too is if you are going to you know let people come to the door trick-or-treat and you've got pets you've got to make sure your pets are in in a safe area you don't want them bolting out the door it's the last thing you need and you don't want to freaking out every stranger that comes to the door either um so that's a couple more tips inside that just popped into my head thanks for that reminder jim well welcome do you know who dr dobias is no i like him a great deal dr dobias had this great article and it was about hydrogen peroxide oh I know you love hydrogen peroxide. I use it all the time. I know. It's one of my favorite liquids. 
It's one of my favorite liquids. I use it to whiten teeth. I use it to clean the skin. Yeah, the wounds and whatever else. Well, anyway, this is a fantastic article by him. And I keep hearing this debate. He says he often comes across people with dogs who feel bad because they miss something important that would have prevented their dog from getting sick or living a shortened life. In these situations, I try to comfort them because making mistakes is a part of life and learning. The measure of love and care is the intention behind the action. Uh, He said a mistake that nine out of 10 people make, that's a lot of people, is it may surprise you that in medicine and healing, there is one particular mistake many people make because they don't know it can be harmful. It is a common belief that using hydrogen peroxide for treating and disinfecting wounds is the right thing to do. However, it is not true. What? What? Sorry to bust your little bubble after all these years. Kill germs. Based on facts and verification in in his veterinary practice, hydrogen peroxide slows down healing. Can't believe that. Oh, sorry, Jim. Yes, he said you read that correctly. Many people and even nurses and doctors use hydrogen peroxide for wound care and unknowingly make things worse. Because they keep a wound wet, don't they? Don't know. I'm going to find out, Jim. Mm. Over many tens of thousands of years, mammals' bodies have evolved to overcome and heal skin wounds. It is quite amazing, really, how quickly skin does heal though my skin hurts where my wounds are i know jim's got wounds right now got wounds everywhere we shouldn't laugh i mean it isn't funny telling my sister yeah and she said because you know he's broke his finger to to physical therapy you're (laughs) laughing at me i can't believe he's a musician and she said are his hands insured i said oh no it'll cost an arm and a leg to do that and she said yes and a finger and a nail (laughs) my family see humor in everything in everything. <laughs> let me come back to, let me rewind. Let me rewind. <laughs> oh, here we go. We have evolved to overcome heel skin and heal skin wounds. The immune system soldiers, as they're called, the white blood cells and also the antibodies in the blood protect wounds from bacteria, impurities and toxins. The healing of wounds depends on two main factors, preventing an infection and skin cell regrowth. Wound healing, that's what it's called. When hydrogen peroxide is poured on a wound, there is a formation of water and oxygen. It definitely flushes out and destroys bacteria in the wound, but it also kills the skin cells that are there to multiply and heal the skin defect. This has wrecked my entire existence. (laughs) I thought this was a wonder cleanser. Nope. So here we go. Well, he says it will, but it causes damage that's going to prevent that healing from happening. The cell death happens. very dramatic, isn't it? The cell death happens due to the reaction of hydrogen peroxide and the peroxidase, an enzyme in each cell and bacteria. Using hydrogen peroxide creates a layer of dead skin cells at the margin of the wound, which make wounds wounds heal slower and it may lead to wound scarring, non-healing chronic wounds, and steroid and antibiotic dependence. Wow. So, he says, next time your dog has a cut, you may want to try a wound care protocol that I have used for the past 15 years with really reliable results. Let me guess. Povidone iodine. (laughs) I'm going to tell you. Here we go. Did I guess right? Rinse the wound with body temperature or colder water and certainly not hot water. Ensure that any dirt, sand and hair are out of the wound. Dry the wound with a sterile gauze. Spray herbal skin spray on the wound. What the heck's that? I think we have some in our cupboard, if I'm not wrong. Hmm. I'm going to get a link for you, by the way. Apply herbal skin spray on a piece of sterile gauze, apply it to the wound, and secure the gauze with a Vetrap bandage, which is one of those self-adhesive bandages, like the one that you've got. Oh, the one I have on my wound. Yes, that you don't have to use tape for or anything. (laughs) And then you're going to change that bandage twice daily and repeat those steps one through five. 
And then you're going to have a, a, a wound that heals up quicker and less scarring. Okay. So there you go. There you have it. I think what you enjoy on a wound when you use peroxide, you like to see that bubbling up. The sizzling. Yeah. It's you feel like it's doing in something. In your head, yeah. Psychologically, you're like, it, oh, it's doing but something. But the peroxide is the main ingredient in teeth whitening as well. So people are putting it in their mouths. Yeah. I said mouths. 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 How many? Well, maybe they've got one, more than one mouth. I don't know. But uh, I will put a link up for the herbal spray. Because that would be good to have in your arsenal on your first aid kit. Mm. I'll take some herbal spray. That's why I think that Neosporin works better, doesn't it, for scars? Mm, it's antibacterial. Yeah. I mean, it says it will clean it, but it also will cause dead skin cells around the edge of the wound. Therefore, it will not. It takes a long time, or it may not even heal up. It may just constantly be trying to heal, especially well, if you keep putting peroxide on it. Yeah. There you go. Oh, shattered old Jim's ideas. But you know what? You live and Can you I learn. Can I still use it for teeth whitening? I don't know. I'm going to do a little research with that. In fact, I'm seeing my dentist again next week, so I will ask for you. You know what I did find out from the dentist, from my hygienist? She's great. Is, you know how, you know, you there are all these products, you know, use this rinse, it, it kills bacteria. Use this, it kills bacteria. She said, you cannot kill a colony of bacteria without it being a mechanical removal. So that's brushing, brushing, flossing. And of course, when you go to your hygienist and they use all that, they use that new thing now. What's that thing called? <laughs> it's like high that, pitch frequency. Oh, when that gets your nerve. Oh, it goes right through your head. But you know what? That's the ultrasonic. It's, it, it's got to, she says, it's got to be mechanical. And, and so. Yes, there you go. There you wow. go. I had a laughing this week, so I was saying some funny stuff to her. Uh, well, as I said earlier on in the show, I talked about a pumpkin recipe, and I do have a pumpkin recipe. But you know what I do need to check is the recipe I got this from is a friend of mine who's a pet blogger, and I think she's about to change, if I'm not wrong, I think she's about to change. No, she's not. I thought she was going to change the blog name, but she's not somebody else. Whoa, glad I got that right. So I asked, I asked all my blogger friends, anyone got some nice pumpkin treat recipes that I can read out on the show? And I've got a fantastic one for you. You may never have even heard of this. And I love this idea. So this came from Amanda. She has the blog Dog Mom Days. And that website is Dog Mom M O M days.com of course i'm going to put this link up and there are some adorable pictures that go along with this blog and this recipe is a diy pumpkin spice smoothie for dogs oh that's also hip isn't it it's also you made ice cream for your dogs and I cookies have, yeah. and i love this idea i just dog waffles dog, i haven't made dog waffles <laughs> i don't think i don't think i've made dog waffles i made them i made them kale chips <laughs> Made more kinds of things. But I like this idea a great deal. And and so the, here's here's a recipe. She says pumpkin offers many benefits for dogs. She likes to stock up in cans of pure pumpkin in the fall because it can be hard to come by throughout the year. She says at least in Arizona. Well, we're Nevada, so I'm with her on that. And she says she has a hefty stash, and she's been creating delicious goodies for her dogs to enjoy. And she said, I hope you enjoy making these DIY pumpkin spice smoothies for your dogs. So here we go. This is what you're going to need. You need a blender or a hand mixer. You're going to need one 15-ounce can of the pure pumpkin, not the pie filling, not the one that has all the other sweetener in and all that rubbish, just pure pumpkin, yep, and a cup of low-fat or non-fat plain yogurt. How do you pronounce it, Jim? Yogurt. There you go. And a teaspoon of ground cinnamon. And here are your directions. Empty your can of pumpkin into the blender, add your yogurt, Blend and whip for about 30 seconds, then throw in that cinnamon, 
blend for another 30 seconds. And then this is where you're going to pour it in those little Dixie cups or small bowls for your dogs to enjoy. So you can also mix food into the smoothie or pour it into ice cube trays to freeze for a yummy frozen dog treat. It's got some options there. And she says, if you've got leftovers, pour it into a mason jar and refrigerate. She says, if you don't have a blender, you can pour all of your ingredients in a large bowl and use some elbow grease, as we say in England, and hand mix it up. And you're going to mix it on medium until the smoothie is a light, smooth consistency. You know, anyone can eat that. That's what I like about this recipe. And she says, this delectable, I love that word, delectable, I use that a lot myself. This delectable recipe for pumpkin spice smoothies takes no more than 10 minutes to prep and make. There are several options in terms of serving the smoothie, whether it's in a bowl, little Dixie cup, for anyone in England, that's a little mouthwash cup, yeah? Uh, A mix of food or as a frozen treat. You don't have Dixie cups? No. (laughs) That's sad. The English are so deprived. Shut up. (laughs) That's just a brand. It's a brand name. Anyway, she says pumpkin is an amazing natural digestive regulator for dogs. So it's benefiting your dog's health as well as providing them with a great snack. And she says she likes to use certain brands. I'm not going to say this brands actually, but um, yeah, we're not going to give them free advertising. <laughs> They're big brands. <laughs> They've got plenty, plenty of uh, advertising out there. But basically, you do, do need to look for you know, the better ingredients. I think that's always the best thing to do when it comes to your pets. And uh, that way you've, you know, you could literally take this smoothie from, you know, throughout the whole year, you know, summer rolls around, you've got a frozen treat. Mm. Love it. I just love it. And I bet that's tasty for the dogs. And it gives them a little bit of variety. And it helps the digestion. The digestion. Pumpkin, he's, very good for the dog digestion. <laughs> Jim can't say We should that. get Maccabee to do a rap on that. Oh. I'm just very random today. I know you are. It must so be good. the painkillers. It, it must be. I'm not on a narcotic painkiller, by the way. I'm on just plain Everybody thinks that's the strangest thing, that they offered you narcotics and you didn't want them. No. I can't take them. that stuff either. That Make makes me, me hallucinate. It's terrible. They, yeah. When you don't take many medicines anyway or any at all and then they give you something like that and it makes you oh it's horrible i'd rather not take anything like that now we've gone on a whole different path <laughs> let's go back to pumpkin let's oh, go back yeah. to pump i do make an amazing pumpkin pie though don't you jim yeah let me tell you about my pumpkin pie everybody there's a secret ingredient that's not going to be so secret now now that i'm going to have to reveal it if you really want your pumpkin pie to taste amazing you know, you do your cinnamon, your allspice and all that kind of stuff. Throw in some gin, some ground ginger, throw in some nutmeg and a whole can of condensed milk. It's your answer to all treats. I'm telling you now. Life is better with a can of condensed milk. It just is. Yeah, that's my secret, my people. That is my secret. And make your crust yourself, your pastry yourself. Don't do a pre-bought if you don't have to. Um, because... When you make it yourself, it really tastes amazing. So I want to thank Amanda from uh, Dog Mom Days for that recipe. She does have a bunch of others on her blog, and we'll put those links up as well. So you've got some some options, op- <laughs> some options on recipes for your pets. And you know, there's there's nothing better than doing something sweet like that for your pets. It's just it's just nice to do things for your pets. It feels good. You feel like you're taking care of them and you're treating them. You're treating them in a healthy way, and uh, give them a little bit of uh, what they say: s- spice variety is a spice of life. <laughs> I had to get that. My words were backwards then. Variety is the spice of life. On that note, my friends. We are about to close the show. I do wish everybody a very safe and fun Halloween, no matter how you choose to participate or not. There are many ways in which you can do it. It could just be a matter of staying in with your pets and watching Halloween or Stranger Things. You're getting ready for that. Stranger Things debuted today and we are going to start binge watching Stranger Things 2. If you haven't seen one, watch one first. But uh, enjoy your Halloween. Have fun with it. I'd love to see pictures of your pets all dressed up, so don't be shy. Post them on our Facebook page. And remember, you can help an animal in need. Either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, or share their information. Rescue your next family member. Replace the word shop with adopt. And be kind to all animals. Jim, thank you for being here. Uh, uh, This is where... uh 
we do every week, so. <laughs> Not last week. You well, were in Indianapolis. Well, I had things to do. <laughs> he had things to do, like play with the symphony. In fact, which symphony did you play with? Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra. Okay, there you go. Now I know. Fantastic orchestra. Was it? Yeah, had a really good time. Nice. Well, hopefully by next week, Jim's finger has healed up a lot more and he won't be pouring peroxide on it. (laughs) Thanks for listening today, everyone. Really, really appreciate it. Hope to see you on social media and certainly on the show next week. Take a moment to like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and all that good stuff. And uh, thank you, Jim, as I say, for being my producer of the show. Today, you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it is all about our pets, people and pop culture. I'm your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And always kiss your pets good morning and good night. And I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. Visit Vegas Rock Dog Radio for more information. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe on iTunes and iHeartRadio. And remember... Give your fur babies a big kiss from me, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. You must not rely on the information in this broadcast from our host as an alternative to medical advice from your veterinarian. If you have any specific questions about a medical matter regarding your pets, you should consult your veterinarian or specialist. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.